0: Hey, good morning. Welcome to another yet another episode of Prop Talk. Um here with Mikey Trudell um, in the studio. And then on Zoom, we have Barry Wilkinson from the UK. Uh, this is our first uh, trip abroad to speak to uh, a legendary property master, I must say. I'm very excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how are you, Barry?
1: Very well, thank you.
0: Excellent. Um, Again, I haven't really, uh, or we haven't uh, run down people's uh, biographies so much uh, like we did in the beginning, but I I have to. Um,
2: Yeah, he's got quite a a resume. (laughs) Yes, if
0: you don't know who Barry Wilkinson is, you do, and you just don't know it. (laughs) Okay, so Barry, I see you've done, have you done every single Harry Potter movie? Yeah. Eight yeah, eight them. of them people. Eight. That's, eight that's of, a lot. Yeah. That's fantastic. Not to mention uh um yeah, the Indiana Jones, two of those as well, correct? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. And then Titanic, of course. But uh yeah. yeah, I mean it's an amazing career that you've had. Um you started in what year? Nineteen sixty sixty eight,
1: I think
0: it was. Sixty eight, yeah. Nineteen sixty eight. And Barry, you do you come from a family of property masters?
1: No, I'm the first in line. You're the first but in... now. My sons and grandchildren are in it now. Yeah.
0: Oh, great! So your son is also a property master, correct?
1: Yeah, I've got, I've got uh, three three sons who are prop masters. Yeah. Wow.
0: And yeah, well, that's amazing. Have you had yeah. the opportunity to work with any of them? Have they? Yeah. Did
1: you train them all? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they all they all started with me. Yeah, well, wow, that's fantastic.
2: So you decided to get them all in this mad career, huh? <laughs> get the them
1: way. all, get them all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, how did you find your way into the film industry?
1: Uh, it was just something uh, really. Uh, a, a friend of mine uh, and myself, we always uh, sort of wanted to do. We was always uh, film mad and things when when we be youngsters. Mm-hmm. But going back to those days, then over here, I don't know about in the States, but it was quite hard uh, to get into the studios.
0: Right. And it,
1: it took us quite a while because it was union involved.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You had to have sort of a ticket to get a job or you had to have a job to get a ticket. Right. It was quite difficult, you know? Yeah. yeah
0: absolutely. Um, and did you, you didn't, did you go to school for anything? Uh, art related or film related no University no
1: I started up in uh, uh, a commercial studio in Gold Oak Road in West London mm-hmm. and it just progressed from there but when uh, I started in the business over here it was very very slow then there was there wasn't that amount of films being made here mm-hmm. like in the states obviously
2: yeah. And now there's a lot of things being shot there. Yeah, that's right. It feels like we're it's all coming home. home. Yeah. <laughs> so Barry, did yeah. you
0: have the opportunity to work in the states at all?
1: Uh, I've been to the states a couple of times on jobs. I came over the first time. I think it was on uh, Roger Rabbit. Oh, nice. awesome!
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: but uh, I, I I just came over. I, I brought some uh, action props across for them to use here. They are using the plates. Right. And uh, I t- I just stood by a bit, you know with the unit and watched them filming. And the, the other time was uh, when I'm trying to think of the name of the film, Scorpio, a Michael Winner film. Right. Okay. Uh, and shot in uh, Washington. Washington, yeah. DC, right. Okay. You're
2: you're you're in London, right? Is that where you're yeah.
1: based out of? Okay, cool. Yeah, based in London, yeah. Right, so, so a lot of
2: pine wood work. I'm, I'm guessing, right?
1: Uh, I, I worked in pine, but I did some films in pine, with Jack. Yeah.
0: So, very, you know, for us here in the states and all of us property people here, the, the, the most fascinating thing f- for us and for me in particular as well is the trying to wrap my head around the difference between the UK system and the American system of being a property master. Yeah. So can you kind of walk us through that?
1: Uh, yeah, well, how I find it's different it, because I, I worked with an American prop master on uh, the last uh, Batman, uh, right. what was it, Batman Rises.
0: Dark, uh, Dark Knight Rises, yeah.
1: Dark, Dark Knight Rises, uh-huh. and that was a guy, Michael Bates. Yes, uh, right. Yeah, well, he came over from the States uh, and he bought uh, all these action props with him You know, he'd done his prep work in the States, and it works out uh, to me that the American prop masters just purely deal with action props and props on the set, where the English prop master, when I go in, uh, I'm responsible uh, for the action props, getting those sorted out with uh, the art departments and the various departments, but then... Once we've got them and we start shooting, I have uh, a supervisor, which I call our charge and prop man on the floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's, the day would start with me going to the set of the morning and making sure that the guy has got his action props for the day. And I'll be there till they get like the first shots in and make sure everything's up going okay, then I fall back because i would had a sort of transport to organize and the dressing of other sets and all the stuff in the background. We do more, I think, than the American prop masters.
2: Right. So, so it's a lot of a crossover almost between set dressing a little bit and, uh, and props? Well,
1: I have, the, I have the set dressers work for me. Right. Ah. Dress, what we call dressing prop men, the set dressers. They they come under my uh, jurisdiction. Yeah,
0: I see. So you're you're basically in charge of having to dress all the sets as well and make sure that everything's Uh, in place. Yeah, yeah, and then manage
1: and and the prop making, getting the prop making done, and mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So that's why, obviously, we can't spend the time on the floor.
0: Right. So in pre-production. What is your role? I mean, do you do you meet? Do you break a script down with for the props? Oh yeah,
1: the the first job is the same. Is break the my that's my most most important job is to start breaking the script down and Mm -hmm. sorting out the uh, action props, and then getting together with the designer and the set decorator to to decide Mm -hmm. what she's going to take or he's going to take care of, and I'm going to be responsible for. I see and decide what's going through the prop making departments and and uh, I'll, I'll overlook it really, I oversee it.
0: Sure. And but traditionally and most often you'd handle all of the hand props though, right? Oh like
1: Yes. Yeah, like you guys do. So I I'll meet with a director most time and mm-hmm. discuss what we what, what's needed and various things. And then as I say, then that goes to my man on the on the floor yeah
2: right right but it sounds like to me also it's just like where the bigger difference is is you're a lot more connected to the set decoration department and stuff and you work a lot closer in hand with the set decorator than we do here in the states is that correct yeah oh yeah yes yes yeah because it's kind of the whole if the whole set dressing is kind of like it was like we I think on our books or whatever they say, it's like, okay, once the set decorator and stuff is done with all the stuff, it's handed off to the prop master and stuff. But realistically, it's kind of still the set decorator's set where theirs sounds a little bit more literal. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because
0: obviously, if you're on a shoot day, you have to have the sets dressed before the shooting crew gets there.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But are you overseeing that as well, the pre-dress?
1: Yeah, we watch, Yeah. I go. My gang dresses the sets. Yeah, we prepare all the sets. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, So you have more responsibility, basically. No, that's quite a bit of responsibility. Yes, yeah, so that's amazing. And yeah. um, and do you meet you also meet with actors as well as for for personal.
1: problems? Oh, meet the actors exactly the same as you guys do, except that uh, I'm just I'm just trying to to say that that. Uh, it, it was like, for example, when I was working with Michael Bates, mm-hmm. he, he came over, he brought his uh, props with him. So when he arrived here, I, I didn't really have anything to do with Nolan over here because he had already sorted his stuff out in the States. So right. all I'm worried about is getting the sets ready for them and uh, moving the around London, dressing the sets, you know? Right, right. Oh. So uh that was <laughs> that was handy for me, really. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and uh, Dark Dark Knight yeah. uh Rises was your last film before you retired?
1: Is it That was the last one I I did, yeah.
0: So um how's that going? <laughs> how's how was retirement for you Ben
1: Oh, it's good. it's good. I I've been retired now, uh I think it's eleven years. 11 yeah. Years, I, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it, yeah
2: that's very nice have you seen like what's been going on with the strike out there and like how is it affecting uh uk is it affecting you guys oh, as much as it's affecting us
1: it's terrible it's okay, terrible yes. some, of the, yeah. some of the guys have been out now all oh, a long long time yeah
0: yes i i heard that that it is shut down completely pretty much everywhere. everywhere everywhere
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere is closed down virtually over here that's just uh the big film, a couple of films what was finishing off have carried on where they didn't need actors, you know, like doing their returns and striking and stuff. And uh, that's it, basically. The uh, film industry is dead over here at the moment.
0: Yeah, just for a point of reference, it's October 22nd today if you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this. So, um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, it will be done soon. Oh, yeah, they're going back to the on table Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> With the yeah, with well, they,
1: they're Tuesday.
0: Yes, they, they they are going back in with the studio execs on Tuesday. So usually a lot more happens when the executives are in the room. So hopefully we'll we'll be yeah. done soon. But I don't, good, yeah. a, how, I don't know how much of a I don't know how much of a there's left for this year. <laughs> we might not see anything till January at this point. But
1: no, that's right.
0: Yes, anything some some start date would be great. Um, so. Uh, Oh, you
2: know, there's so much um, that we want to talk to you about. Um, Before we get into the credits, because yeah. I know that we're going to spend a lot of time on that, I have a question yeah, just go. uh, just uh, going back to the the UK system and everything, because I do look... And I think... I Because think, it doesn't look like you guys have as much of a set dresser title as you have. Everything relates to props, which is kind of cool. But whenever I look at it, yeah. because I'm always looking at uh, a lot of IMDb's to see who did a lot of this, the props in the movie, and I see yeah. a lot of... Something that goes with prop masters, it looks like there's a lot of their before they start prop mastering, they're standby props. Is yeah, that the
1: standby? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well,
0: yeah, can you tell us what a standby prop What are those yeah, the responsibilities? Stand,
1: the standby prop man is my guy who'd be on the floor,
2: right? So they're your okay. your, your right he, hand he, man.
1: He, he, would have, he would have one or two uh men with him, depending on how busy the set is. And uh, they 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 work the set, but right. as I say, I take the props to them. They don't get involved with any of the meetings with the sure. uh, right directors or the uh, artists or anything like that. You so know,
0: like our set master, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Set, yeah set master. Yeah. So do you do you spend any time on set? Like if you have difficult props? And oh stuff? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Every morning I go there to make Open sure, and I will stay there till till they virtually start shooting or they get that first shot in. Right. And then once I know what I say, it's all calm and set, settled down, then I go back and continue doing what I have to do for the rest of the day.
0: Wow, fantastic. Um, so I'm going to go way back to 1975 and Barry Lyndon, and you uh, worked with Stanley Kubrick on that film, right?
1: Yeah, but only for, only for a short while. Um, I, I, I didn't do the whole film. I, I see. I wasn't, on, I wasn't on Barry Lyndon for the whole time. No. No.
0: I see. So you were. I see. You were up coming, up and coming at that point.
1: Yeah, what, because I, I went out to, to Ireland uh, with the, the prop master I was working with at the time, Ray Trainer. Okay. Uh, he took he took three of us out to Ireland to start preparing it, and uh, things didn't go. Uh, All that well for race, and he was leaving, coming off of the film. So because I I worked for him, I left with him. Yeah,
2: I see, I see. Do you guys do you do you usually typically stay pretty centralized to the UK, or do you go all over Europe? All
1: over Europe, anywhere, everywhere, anywhere. There's a pound note to be heard. So I'm
2: I'm I'm assuming then that because we most prop masters here have like a 48 foot trailer. Do you guys have that? No,
1: not nothing like that. No, <laughs> we wouldn't have anywhere to park it anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's why. Small carbon no, that, that's, what, that's what fascinates us when we uh, when we hear these stories about you guys with these great big trucks and all that. All we have is uh, uh, a small working kit, basically. You know.
2: So do you do you have your own like little personal storage prop houses that you guys have of your kits? Uh,
1: not so much as you guys. No, no. We we we've obviously got all the uh, uh, prop houses where we hire our stuff and right. rent out stuff. But some of the guys uh, rent out bits and pieces, but nothing. I don't think on the scale like you boys though. No.
0: Right. And so you probably have like a, a fleet of trucks to bring all the set dressing in and this stuff, then, right? Like
1: that. That's right. Yeah. You see, I would uh, whatever transport company uh, we're using, mm-hmm. we depending on the size of the film to to the size of the truck we have, we get a, a, an empty truck in, and then we have it what we call racked out accordingly mm-hmm. to what we're going to need for that. Uh, a picture sure but basically we're only we're only have one uh standby truck for the main unit yeah
2: right that makes sense and you guys are non-union out there right
1: we're it's basically all not well we've, we've got a union over over here but it isn't uh it isn't on par with what you've got no no
0: do, so what what does it do for you the union there <laughs>
1: nothing <basically>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It takes part of your paycheck.
1: (laughs) That's why we're not in it. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I see.
0: I see. Wow.
1: Um,
0: So what was your first film that you were a property master on?
1: Oh, my first film, I was a property master. And I'm going to have to go back a little bit here because... uh, Was it Labyrinth? Well, it was about 1970, I think it was, you know it's going back a lot of years brother you've got yeah. me now oh, okay that's <laughs> okay you know just so you know barry
0: yeah. we're, we're tracking your career through imdb which is often not correct so yeah <laughs> we apologize yeah. for that
1: yeah so, uh, where, where did i come up from My first one was property master uh
0: oh no yeah. no come right com, now, com, i
1: think right. it was the last of sheila where i got the proper credit for the uh the prop master, yeah, very nice. The last of Sheila, that was in nineteen seventy-three. Yeah, wow, amazing.
0: And that—that who-
1: that, oh. that was about right, I think. Yeah, I the last of Sheila. Yeah, yeah. seventy-three. That hold on, because oh, this is going backwards. I'm having a look at that. No, sorry, that uh, I'm well wrong there. I'm leading you up the garden. Oh, because. I, I, I forgot I've done Dragon Slayer, uh, Victor Victoria, and things like that. But, right. Uh, yeah. 19, yeah 19. I know, they,
0: they have a tendency to all melt together, that's for sure. <laughs> We've done yeah. so much.
2: You didn't come from a family of, of anybody that worked in the film industry or anything? No, uh, no, no. no. I was the first
0: one, yeah. That's amazing. Were they supportive?
1: But neither. not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What did they think of you going into the film industry?
1: Um, uh, uh, well, I don't know. My dad thought I was mad, really, because <laughs> it was very, very it miss business then. You know, there, mm-hmm. there wasn't much work about it at all. Because let me have a sorry. Let me just have a look at this list for a second. Yeah,
0: no worries.
1: Backwards, because in in this period, that's uh, 19 we They're talking about I started. In 1968, roughly, was when I did my first film. So I was, I was in it slightly before then, mm-hmm. doing TV commercials and things. But then I, I, I went on. then to, it's, I really started on my first film in 1968. That was called The Curse of the Crimson Altar. But that was just a, as a dressing prop man on that film. I see. And then I went through that standby props up through Winner's Films. And then the first break, I'm trying to find the first good break I had was uh, yeah, the first one as prop master was the last at Sheila. And that was 1973. And then I went on uh, I see. from there, 73.
2: Yeah,
1: oh, there it is. Seventy-three,
2: really.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, um, so, um, I, I'm very interested in your work on labyrinth. On what? Uh, Labyrinth.
1: Labyrinth.
0: Oh yeah, that's a lovely piece of work on Yeah. yeah. So, um, you, uh. Did you have much to do with all of the with um, with Jim Henson and in uh, the puppeteering at all?
1: Not, no, no, the puppeteering never come under us at all. It was only uh, the actual action props and that what uh, Bowie and everyone handled in in the picture again, and of course dressing dressing the sets, but uh, the puppeteering no, no.
2: Yeah, they're gonna like that type. Labyrinth probably has a huge creatures team on that type of
1: show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I that, saw that, uh, and a big special effects department. So, right.
0: Yeah. Right. So, what is your relationship with special effects? As well in in the UK, i mean... well,
1: working very very closely. You see, my day would be in the studio. It depending. Say we're there's a special knife required for something. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we get that. Uh, speak it through with the director and show him some, some types of a knife you're thinking of, and he'd want to add bits to it. And then it would be my responsibility of taking that round to either the uh, prop making departments and getting the, the bits added on and made up to what the guys asked for. And then if it's got a special function, obviously, then it's got to go to the... Uh, special effects department for right. uh, being made and the, the duplicates. But that's my job is, is following those things through and making sure the items there are on the morning. Yeah.
0: Right. And how about weapons? Do you deal with weapons yourself?
1: We 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 used to years ago, but not more and more now uh, the armorers have come in, right. into it. But uh, and more so since I've left the business, I think. But sure. we used to always uh, sort out all the uh, continuity uh, guns and and the guns and get the the dummies made and that that type of thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: our weapons are a tougher thing in the UK since they're like. No, infamously, they, yeah, they're they're more illegal there than they are here in the states.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's very strict with them over here. Yeah, yes, that's that's why. Uh, years ago, there used to be a few property masters that had uh, gun licenses. They, thought, I personally, I never wanted one because to me that was going to be more of a pain in the ass than yeah. it is worth. You know, absolutely, because what, with the police checking on you and. I'd sooner go and get an armorer and bring them out on his license, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Amazing. most of those armorers are, are UK local too. It's just more licensing lo- they have to lo-
1: go lo- through. Lo- guys, yeah. Again, I'm going, I know I keep saying I'm going back, but it's been 11 years since I've been involved <laughs> it's mm-hmm. changed. But going back prior to that, there was only one main company here that used to rent and deal with the weapons, and that was Baptist. And wow. I dealt, dealt with them for years and years. And that's who I used to get all the guns from. But now I believe uh, that there are, there are more companies uh, opened up recently, yeah.
0: Wow. Um, so how uh, how did you end up on uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade?
1: Through the designer, Elliot Scott, who... That, that's who sort of picks us for. I don't know how it works in the states. But sure. Most times over here, it's the yeah production designer mm-hmm. who picks the yeah property master and his team, and uh, so it's 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 through Elliot Scott I got onto Indiana Jones. Yeah.
0: What what had you done with him before Indiana? You well, you, you worked with uh, this designer before you got a oh
1: yeah yeah the first film I did with him was Watcher in the Woods uh, with Betty Davis over in Pine with uh... I see that was quite a few years before yeah right. yeah
2: well, you did you did Temple of Doom also yes yeah, I did
1: Temple of Doom yeah yeah. Yeah. So, so that's
2: pretty sweet because you got you got to handle some super iconic props that we're actually making stickers of like the little monkey now <laughs> yeah exactly
1: All <laughs> oh, the monkey heads yeah they all come under us all, all, the, all that stuff came under us it was because then we had a big prop making department doing mm-hmm. it
0: you know yeah right. oh but yeah you know
1: to go around and, and follow the items through because they they come under dressing stroke action props and mm-hmm. and that was all all down to us, yeah.
2: So you guys had like a special effects team on a lot of these movies? I'm assuming Harry Potter too, that are just constantly pumping out and making props for you on the Oh day.
1: oh yeah, the massive prop making department on uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, it got it got bigger as the films went on as well, yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah, I can imagine. I can <laughs> yeah. imagine. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I forget now uh, the exact amount. Uh, but I was up to about uh can I just ask a question. Ben, yeah. how many containers did I have at, at uh, it at what's at the finish on the potters? Was it 120, 130? What's it, 130, 150, yeah, 150 containers <laughs> I had wow. at the end of that, 20 and forty footers full of props. and yeah. Well wow. and every item was listed and we and I'll tell you this is the gospel truth we didn't lose one action prop off of that wow. film. Wow, that's impressive. We couldn't, the system was so regimental and pleased because they was paranoid about anyone getting hold of any of it. Oh, you know? yeah, of
2: course. Was one container just wands? <laughs> we, we, had,
1: <laughs> we had something like, I think it was 3,000 mom boxes. Oh, my God. At, <laughs> yeah, for one, one shop. If you saw the film, Ollivander's wand shop, was filled with those blooming wand boxes. We had something like fifteen hundred different wand boxes in there, and every one had to be made and labeled. Yeah have
2: right. you Have you been to Universal Studios where they have like uh, the stuff? The stuff now where they have the actual Olivanders wand shop where you can buy a wand.
1: Uh, I haven't been to Universal Studios, no. But all that stuff is obviously uh, replicated from our our stuff now. What we Originally,
2: yeah, that's got to be a trip to walk right. like to walk through and oh, see yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. that you were had a <laughs> hand in.
1: <laughs> I understand. There's a couple of those tours in the states, and, and there's one just been completed in Japan now. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. So how how involved are you in the the design of some of these props, like from Indiana Jones and uh, Harry <laughs> Potter?
1: How much? sorry I missed in, that. Uh,
0: in, how involved were you in the the design of the props? Well, again... Did that mostly come from the the production designer?
1: Well, it comes from... I don't know how it works in the States, but over here we sit down with Scotty or uh, Stuart Craig Craig or any of the designers we work with, and Stuart had mentioned start coming, what's in his mind and showing us drawings and... uh, Bits and bobs, and it all starts from there. And then we had a marvelous set decorator on uh, Harry Potter, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic, and it's it's just uh, that sort of thing is a, a group a group effort, right? And uh, as I say, it's uh, we we sort of had a joke on there, and I, I'd sort of say, "Oh, that's mine," and "That that's yours." No, that's yours. That to get through, uh, so we knew who was following what and sure. who was who doing what,
0: you know sure and after that many um pictures you probably have a a, 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 a language that's uh we certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just have to look at each other and you know what's going on that's great... yeah going on yeah yeah so i mean is... uh,
1: yeah one example when, when we did the first one this, is, this always sticks out in my mind mm-hmm. with Chris Columbus. He, he was a lovely man, Chris. I don't know if you've ever worked with him in the States, but yeah. he's a he's great man. And we had the, uh, the the first meetings and the first big number we was going to have coming up was going to be the the uh, welcoming feast in the Great Hall. Oh, and that yeah. was going to involve all, all these plates and plates mm-hmm. of food. And we was obviously going to have, Dummy turkeys and whatever made, but <laughs> right. Chris, Chris wanted the real stuff. Wow! Well. And uh, he, he wanted it real because we're going to track along the camp, the tables, and the kids. And anyway, so it works out. We're going to go with real food. Well, that was a nightmare.
3: I'm sure I had
1: to get three kitchens in at the back. No, four four kitchens <laughs> we had at the back, and we had a full time catering team cooking endlessly. This is the truth and from once we had the first setup, and it all kicked off. When we wrapped, our boys had to go in, clean, reset, redo, get the stuff out, washing up for ages round yeah, at the yeah. back. We never had enough repeats to do it all endlessly, and uh, it it just went on. And that turned into be a real nightmare for our department. I tell you, yeah, uh, I'm sure we didn't, didn't get much sleep. <laughs> Did you have to do
2: that for all those dining hall scenes and all that real food every
1: time after all that? The, all the all the stuff in the first movie was all real. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> so yeah. got a little easier after that, then.
0: I would imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's exhausted. It's yeah, awesome people, people don't realize how much goes into a, f- a giant food scene like that. Like you said, with the cleanup and everything, it, it's it's it yeah. is it's an, always a nice. Cleanup's the
2: worst part because even you have like five different guys like, in it, and then they're trying to get out for the night, and you have the locations person sitting there breathing down your throat. Like, are you guys gonna be out? I was like, well, you guys had a hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they
1: were finishing around about ten or eleven o'clock at night. And then again, we was in again at six in the morning for the setup and, uh, you know, redress and everything. Yeah. So that, that, that was hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What are your guys' hours the same as ours in the States? Do you guys do 12 to 14 well, hour days? Well,
1: we're on a, like a 12 hour deal, really. Yeah. And then we come on to uh, uh, hours after that. Yeah.
0: So overtime after that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right. you can rub your that can't we be like that? Sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing
0: is that you're working way more hours in the shooting crew because you're prepping and striking. So
1: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's amazing. Um, so uh, again, for me, I just have to a- ask you, what, what was it like working on an Indiana Jones movie? I mean, was it thrilling <laughs> for you?
1: They were smashing, enjoyable because Spielberg's a great guy to work for anyway, isn't he? Yeah. And when we did uh, the first one, what was it? Uh,
0: The Temple of Doom?
1: Temple of Doom. Right. Uh, When Stephen came over, we only had him for one morning. Right. In (laughs) the studio. That's just my department. We only had him for that morning, just for a few hours. He he was in the studio for the the day or two days with the art department and Scotty. But my time factor was... Just this uh, section, which oh, yeah. we had it everything laid out in the prop room for him, mm-hmm. and uh, it, we picked everything and bang and decided, and it was all signed off there. And the only item he changed when we came to shooting was there was a young little character in the film, never forget it, called Short Brown, yes. a little boy, yeah, and it, his knife. We changed. Oh, he wanted that changed all of a sudden, and that was the only prop he changed on the film. Yeah,
0: wow, good on you. And for that, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you guys yeah. did good. <laughs> yeah, you did good. Yeah, yeah. I've he heard well. we, we've heard this about Spielberg already that he you don't get a lot of time with him, so you have to make sure you get it right. So that, that's
1: right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Now, short run, he's the one who went on to do. He won every... an academy. He
2: won an academy award this year. Yes, right. yeah, he won an academy award. Oh, that's yeah.
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, the the filming of it. I mean, was there anything that stood out for you for in, in the filming of the movie? I mean, what, did, what were your great greatest challenges in doing the Indiana Jones?
1: Uh, for us, uh, uh, was was the thing was. Uh, which I found very interesting for our department because old Scotty was a very clever designer, and when we came to do the uh, mine car, the mine uh, car chase, mm-hmm. you know, that,
0: oh right, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, uh, it was decided it was going to be done like uh, we call it over here the uh, like a scenic railway, like uh, in the theme park, you know, where you get sure, the, cars the go, roller coaster, yeah. Know, yeah. And that's how it was designed to be. But uh, uh, Spielberg, he was surprised by the size of the stage that Scotty was going to put it on. Mm. And uh, because of it repeating itself when the carts were going round, you know. So Scotty had it done with... uh, beams pillars and a lighting system like traffic lights when you watch it sure uh, you know there's different every now and again there's different colored lights that make the tunnels look different
3: mm-hmm.
0: and
1: we we altered the beams to give the uh, track much deeper angles right. in things and that, that was good to work out because that was something we didn't often get to do you know sure
0: sure that's
1: but, uh, that that uh, that that was good and as I say, it was just uh, so good to work with him because he does march along, Stephen, as well, and very professional, very right. professional.
0: And how was Harrison Ford back then?
1: He was good. He yeah. was good. Yeah, a nice guy. Yeah. Funny enough, my son's just uh, finished his last film.
0: Oh, very nice.
1: <laughs> Over here, yeah.
0: Well, which film was that?
1: The last... Uh, uh, Indy, oh, the last did.
0: indie, yeah, I actually yeah. really liked
1: that. Film. I liked it I, too. Yeah,
0: they, they did a great job, yeah.
2: much better than the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yeah, that,
1: that was it. we don't want to talk about. that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's always one
0: in the trilogy right? or the series. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I, and uh, how about the uh, Indy's um, whip? Did uh, you ha- did he have somebody training him to use that? And
1: yeah, yeah, was- we had obviously all different. Uh, sizes of those it's a very important prop all through those uh films uh we had a, i had a guy down in uh, devon who made those for us mm-hmm. and then the special effects requirements ones which had special wires in and that uh that was all arranged and done through our man down in uh, devon we had different length widths for different sure. gags, you know
2: right amazing that you've from just these ones to Titanic to uh I mean all the Harry Potters <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been on some Our, our, sur- but
1: our favorite I mean, Cole, <laughs> oh, and the tank Cameron.
0: Oh,
2: the tank
1: yeah. yeah
2: so uh, we yeah, you with him? Have you you've been on some of the most surreal sets ever like yeah. they're, I mean they're not like like they're I've i been on some high budget sets but I think only like one or two ever in my career personally have been something where the entire universe is completely built from the ground up around me so I mean it must be pretty cool to like even back from the 80s almost most of the sets you worked on you're walking into a different universe every single day like how yeah. awesome <laughs> was that <laughs> yeah but
1: have you worked with have you worked with him Who's that? No, I, no.
0: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had that pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's talk about Titanic. Yeah. Well, that, uh I mean, that was an epic film. I mean, and what was your prep like on that? I mean, with it being period well, and everything.
1: It, 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 it was good for us because uh, the production designer, obviously, that's how. Uh, we came to do the film. That was Peter Lamont, who I'd worked for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the, uh, uh, prop, prop making and dressing material was made over here before we went out to Mexico. And, uh, we started making that in Leavesden studios, mm. which was only obviously a shell then still from the old Rose, Rose rice building from when GoldenEye went in there. I see. And, uh, uh as all the the uh, stuff for the bridge and the ship, all the, the wheel, all the the controls and all that dressing we prepared over here mm-hmm. and packed, sent out to uh Mexico uh to go into the uh sets there. So a lot of the stuff was done and uh made here.
0: And how how long, how much prep do you did you have on something like that? Oh we
1: uh quite quite a while because as well uh, i'm trying to think now
0: i know it was a long time ago yeah, I feel I like...
1: about, about three months i suppose yeah. three 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 months from, from when we started over here right. to so when in you now as well including what we did down in mexico when we first from yeah about three months prep on the film yeah
2: was the tank stuff down in mexico
1: yeah that was all down in mexico that, that yeah when i first Went up from Mexico to Rosarito. Uh, that that wow. whole area there was just like a building site. So they were still digging down for the uh, tanks and things. Yeah, uh, our prop room wasn't even built when I uh, when I got up there. Yeah.
0: Well, so they built all those tanks for the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Amazing. Yeah.
2: So how how was working with James Cameron then? <laughs> gruesome, <Grusam, Grusam>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he, he was uh, 100% all on. He was. <laughs> he's he's but passionate. One of the biggest headaches, biggest headaches we had on that pitch, believe it or not, was period luggage.
0: I don't doubt it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, as far as like.
1: Much of it was getting ruined all the time down in the water, you know? Right. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So we had the, when I say common sense, to think, to take it. When We said we wanted to take a lot with us we, because it was easier to source in this country, sure. than in the stuff really the stuff we wanted.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And we took a container full of that out there with us, but we still needed more. We had uh, uh some uh, a young buyer girl going up uh, into Los Angeles for us, some oh, shopping uh, what do you call them, shoppers out there, don't you? Sure, yeah, going shopping stuff, yeah
0: well wow. and did you were you able to do any kind of waterproofing of any of the luggage
1: we tr- we tried but yeah. it just didn't, didn't last in the uh uh salt water. there uh, i'll tell you a problem i did have there it was uh when we come to to shoot the uh uh the boat mm-hmm. when they built it it was built the facing in the wrong direction uh oh the suit... Soup- <laughs> the style of waste camera and wanted to shoot it. So when we're doing the stuff of the Titanic leaving the dock, right. they had to flip it. Oh, So everything had to be flipped. Now comes the thing, all the little badges, the tickets, yeah. the luggage labels. All right. Come- now you're in Rosarito in the middle <laughs> of nowhere and you've got to start getting all this stuff made. Well, I had a few sleepless nights there, I tell you, but I don't that, doubt it. Yeah, we managed to do it. No, we had a, a smashing uh, young girl who we had down from LA there. I can't remember her name now. Who did a good job for us, going up, helping us out there. Mm-hmm. She, because she ran me around the prop houses there, because I, I obviously didn't know Los Angeles, and I went to the who helped me a lot was. Uh, a guy in the company there, the hand prop from
2: right. right? oh, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep.
1: Yeah, he helped me a lot when I, I went there. I, I had quite a lot of stuff made, and they got some stuff made for me there. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're but, great, uh, they're great. Uh, they're <laughs> also a sponsor of the PMG, so <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're our sponsor, the sponsor of our organization, oh, you have so. the property masters <laughs> yeah. guild. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: wow. so uh, but we're. A, a big number for me on that picture was when we start, they start sinking the, the boat, yes. the ship. Mm-hmm. As it's going down, it was going to be done in continuity, you know? Right. But uh, when we're doing the dining room mm-hmm. scene, because it was over a few nights, because we're starting with it first of all as it is, and slowly we're going down and the water's coming in. Then they cut that night. So now we've got to take it up and redress again. So everything had to be dried out. Now I had to wow. get the team. We had to lift. We couldn't take the carpets out because they were bit We had to lift the carpets wow. in the dining room and had all these blooming blow eaters around it.
3: Right.
0: <laughs>
1: underneath blowing trying to dry it. So every day the, the set had to be stripped completely uh. so we could dry it out. <laughs> and with, with Cameron, because the way they started shooting, it was a thing out there in America, it hadn't happened over here then, where the artists lose out a couple of hours a day and the working day alters. Right. So what started off in day daylight, you finish up at the end of the week, you're doing night, aren't yep. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you didn't know if it was day or night there you was doing because the sure. minute you was finishing... Dressing the set, and they were coming in shooting. He was trying to go back and chasing your other stuff up. Oh no, that was hard that bit.
0: No yeah. doubt, but
1: it was all good. It was, it was all good. It was a great experience. And at the end of the day, I think that was a film to be proud of.
0: Right, and that's why we keep doing it, right? Because yeah, yeah. Because of that feeling that we get. Because you know, I always ask this, Barry, what's wrong with us? Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's got to be something intrinsically wrong with Property Masters that we want to continually do this to ourselves, to, yeah. to work like we do. Yeah.
1: So so you two guys, you, you've got those massive trailers. Have you one of your yes. equipment and
0: stuff? Yeah, Absolutely. we do. Yeah.
2: We both have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but but to be honest and to be fair, I'd say most 80% of it just sits there, right? It's just like in case you need it. I mean, yeah, right now especially. (laughs) Well, obviously, but...
2: (laughs) But no, no, he's right. It's like... me and my wife call it our it's it's our bag of tricks. It's essentially exactly. it's it's your Mary Poppins yeah, bag. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, just your yeah. bag of tricks, and it's there for you. And it's it it saves you out of a lot of situation. Right. But then it also. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It gives yeah. the director yeah. also an arse- like they're always like, oh, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have right. this. We always have it, but they they know they can ask for a lot. That sure, too- yeah. exactly. And then it's that's, this constant. you
1: a mobile prop room, basically, haven't you? Yes, it's exactly. exactly. Pretty much, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. great yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. And then every time you think about throwing something out, and then you do. That's when it the, comes up on the next show. That's when you paid it. Yeah, it's just, it's just infuriating. I mean, I, I can't. St- but I finally got to a point where I said, "Listen, I'm not going to have a st- outside storage. If it doesn't fit on the trailer, I don't own it." And yeah,
2: so yeah, I'm the same and,
0: way. Yeah. So, do you, did you have a uh, a stock of props yourself that you that you owned? No. No. You're no. Smart, no, it's all, smart no. Man.
1: no. No. And so, Uh, uh, a little toolbox, that's all.
0: Right, (laughs) that's amazing. Um, so Barry, what in all of your years, what have you seen change the most in the industry? You know, from like when you were doing it to when now, when your children
1: are doing uh, it. Funny enough, uh, talking to my wife Pauline this afternoon, because uh, my my office, I've got some pictures on the wall, and there's a photo of us. we might, um, on a winner film in Vienna, and the, the unit there, mm-hmm. how small the units were then to what mm. they are now. Right. You know, uh, uh, I haven't been on a film set for 11 years now, but when the last one I was on, The Dark Knight, right, there was hundreds of people, right. you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I just don't know what they all do now. When, when you sit <laughs> in the theatre and you see the, the list of credits go up, it's nearly as long as the film if you sit there and watch the end of it yeah, it's
2: true and they try to make you watch the end because they're always like well we're gonna put in a little <laughs> clip after that yeah exactly <laughs> but, well
1: but uh, no uh i think uh, uh, that, that's the thing that stands out most to me i think is uh how things have changed how big everything's got with with it all when uh uh as i say we did some even in in Pinewood when I did a, a couple of big films there mm-hmm. uh, in the in the studio there earlier on. We, we still didn't have that; those massive a crew, everyone on the unit, you all knew each other, and you right. all used to help each other, you know. Yeah, but uh, I don't think that happens so much now.
0: No, I think you're right about that. Um, do do your children tell you about how things are different? I mean, oh in-
1: yeah. They- they tell me things. I've, I've got Jamie at the moment. He, he's doing Wicked mm-hmm. over here, which which is uh, t- t- closed down, obviously. Yep. Ben, he's doing uh, a Star Wars series, and he, he tells me what's going on there. And then I've got uh, a, it Simon, he, because uh, he's my lad who always worked for me, my oldest son. Mm-hmm. He had a heart transplant 10 mm. years ago. So, he he, had, he couldn't go on to be a prop master because of the strain and stress of it. So sure. uh, he was upset worried about that and upset about that. But he's managed to uh, go along with the boys uh, working as a supervisor, you know. Right. But then I've got four grandsons in it as well. Wow! Oh, wow! So we pretty much to <laughs> run from the industry over yeah, here Yeah, I was well. going to say
0: you got it all <laughs> locked up over there. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they all love it. I'm assuming, right? It's just like part of their blood now. Oh
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they all say thanks, and that you started it.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And
1: they all get <laughs> jobs. You know, yeah. I, I,
0: I have three sons, and all three of them are like, I'm never going to be a property master. I've seen what it's done to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I tried,
0: but you know, they're they're doing other things. God bless them. Well, but
1: you're looking bad on it, you two. What's that? I said you're not looking bad
0: on it. Oh, thanks, rotten. thanks. Hey, I internalize it all. Yeah, no. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> And it's good that if if your if your kids did get into it, they're not they're not cursing you. Instead, yes, they're exactly. actually that's bringing that's you not, praise to doing it. Because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. one that can happen too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, my youngest, even though he resisted, he he loves it. Even when whenever he helps me out on something, he definitely has the DNA for it. So I don't know. I mean, he wants to be a writer, so I hope he'll pursue that. But he always says, that's my fallback position. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's not a bad fallback, though, for him. That's Uh, that's fun. Um, Wow. So every... um, Jeez. I'm just uh, blown away by the fact that you have so many of your family all involved in it. That's just amazing to me. And now have you... So you said you haven't stepped on a set since you retired, so you've never gone to visit any of... No no, no,
1: no, 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 no. They've asked me to go, but uh, I, t- I, t- I, uh, I don't know. I've, uh, I just thought when I'd finished on uh, Dark Night Rises, I thought, no, that's it. I've, I've done my turn now, and uh, that was it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Said, but uh, I knew then that. Uh, I'd, I'd finished, you know, uh, sure. because uh, of my age and things. Then, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, did you do you miss it?
1: I did at first. Right, I, I, I did very much, but uh, uh, since I, I still think about it a lot. Sure, and think think about because one thing I found that that business, and we're all lucky, very lucky. We've all got. Building good memories from it which a lot of guys in their their jobs never get right you know
0: that's and absolutely
1: true some lovely memories and I've met some lovely people you know and it's quite nice sometimes to sit back and just uh, just sit and think about old times
0: right you know it's funny because you know I'm I'm 63 and uh yeah. I'm looking at retiring fairly soon and these yeah. past 7 months I've had an opportunity to feel what it's like to be retired. And and yeah. it is, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, part of me is like, nice that I don't have to worry about everything, but then, but there is this feeling of like not being part of something that's kind of, yeah. I, I, I can that, feel that, that I'm, I'm going to miss that, you know?
1: It's hard at first. I found it hard at first, but as I say, uh, uh I, I knew then, because I, I was 70, 71 mm-hmm. when I stopped work, and I, I knew I'd done enough then. Sure. Uh, I, I could feel it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, because I feel the same way. I'm starting to feel yeah. that, where it's like the last show that I was doing was a difficult show, when I was reading a script. And breaking it down, and I had this, you know, you sometimes you have that feeling of being overwhelmed by how big it is, right? When you're reading it, it. it yeah, yeah. But it was for the, f- and the, it was the first time that I felt, not that I felt like I couldn't do it, but that I didn't want <laughs> to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So I was like, oh, I need to start thinking about maybe I need to uh, think about you retiring. Dig, you
1: have to dig, dig deeper for that energy, don't you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because again, you can't do this job
2: half-assed
0: right you have no, to you know no. what's the point of doing it if you do so um that that's interesting um but uh did you have a lot of hobbies beforehand probably not right before you retired
1: I, like you i didn't have too much time for hobbies yeah. really S- so was know, it... the hours you worked and that but since i've re- since i've retired right i've taken up learning the guitar with my son. Taught me to play the guitar. Well, that's and fantastic. That, that's pretty good because I can go out busking now yeah. outside the bus stop
0: singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know yeah. because I always wanted to learn how to play yeah. the guitar and I it's never always, did. Always, uh,
1: always looking out for.
0: Well, that's fantastic. So, do you travel now or?
1: Uh, Yes, I still go away on holidays, have some holidays with my wife and that, and I, I used to do a lot of biking,
3: oh, motor,
1: nice. motorcycling, uh-huh. yeah, I had a Harley and things, and uh, oh, we, cool. we did some stuff, went all over Europe, and uh, that. My, my wife and that, we've done Europe, Scotland, and I was lucky enough uh, with my grandson, when he was coming up to 21, we did uh, uh, the... Pacific Highway. Oh, we went wow. Up from, yeah. Yes. I rented a bike there and took him with me, and we did the old business, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Did you go
2: up the whole coast?
1: It did the whole coast, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. an awesome that's... ride, huh? It was lovely. It was It was really fantastic, but, yeah.
0: Wh- yeah. Wh- what kind of bike do you have?
1: I used to, I did a, uh, I originally I had two gold wings, first of all, and then uh, I finished up uh, for the last, uh, I think it was 12 years, I had a, uh, harley nice you're you know the, the full works right. but it's got to be a bit heavy at the end sure yeah hey that well that actually
2: do you guys do you guys handle picture cars and props out there do yeah, you guys have to uh, do that too do you yeah
1: in, the, you in the film does
0: no. you don't do you don't handle picture cars at all
1: no no we have we have someone who does the cars we, we never got involved with vehicles now so. yeah like you, do you guys do that in the states it uh, depends the, where in the states you are. On the are. East
0: Coast, so New York, they handle picture cars, but in in Los uh, Angeles, yeah. we yeah. do not.
2: Yeah, yeah. A, we, we just had, um, we had, we had Diana Burton on, I think, last one or whatever. She, right. Not only yeah. do they handle picture cars, they do boats yeah. and stuff yeah. too. And oh, she's had oh, to, yeah, she's had to get like the Boston Whalers and stuff yeah. like that for for certain shows. So that's, yeah, that's, it's it. it's a whole Magilla. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing um so jeez,
2: harry potter harry potter right <laughs> say about that. Yeah, yeah so i you know did... mikey's
0: got a lot of harry potter well yeah
2: you, yeah you 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 i mean you you worked <laughs> on it for like tw- 12 years um pretty much solely your whole life was harry potter then huh <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
1: just over, yeah 10 about 11 years we was on it just over 10, 10 10 years yeah really eight eight movies we did yeah
0: and Was it back to back? I mean, did, pretty much
1: virtually, yeah. I had a slight break, breaking you know, and not, not, not nothing to speak about really, yeah. Because the time we run down on one, I was breaking down the next one and slowly, sometimes only doing a few days a week on it, you know, sure, creeping into it, as you say, yeah.
2: Was your family on it with you too? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made sure of that.
2: Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so, would,
0: so you probably had all of... Did, how many of your children worked on all those Harry Potter
1: movies? On Potter? Paul, give us that, please. All, all, of, them,
0: uh, all of them. All nice. of
1: them, nice. Got, I've got something to show you here. Yeah, This, this is my pride. Can you see it? Wow. Oh, yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah, oh. the BAFTA. Oh, my the God. The BAFTA. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well-deserved, yeah, so, sir. Well-deserved.
1: So I, I got a nice nice award there, yeah.
0: Well, wow, So what was the category that you went in?
1: Uh, outstanding contribution to the film industry.
0: Wow, that's very nice. We need to have that here yeah. in the States.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're working so on it. What, but...
1: what was so good about it, that category only came into play the year before I received mine. Yeah,
0: I see. Well, wow, very nice.
1: Where, where they recognize the uh, crew, you know, yeah. as opposed to being an artist or writer or whatever.
2: Right. So was it just like the art department that got it or the whole crew got one? That's just me. Just you. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously, well-deserved, though, like I said. So that's yeah. that's fantastic. That's a nice thing to end your career with, for sure. <laughs> well, and then uh, The Dark Knight, it, it, after all that, so that you rolled right out of Harry Potter into The Dark Knight. Is that it? Yeah, that was it.
1: Yeah, I went uh, from, from Potter onto The Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing. So
3: go
2: ahead. Yeah, Mikey. with with Harry Potter, though, and everything, was it like, I mean, you guys knew you were working on one of the biggest things ever at the time i assume yeah. so it's like yeah, where yeah. are we gonna go from here <laughs> just kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh were you planning on ending your career when harry potter ended and then like oh well a batman movie came up <laughs> so might as well go I, out I, on I,
1: I was uh i was uh wondering what to do and then uh, my my son jamie he had worked for uh oh, I'm time i think i did the designer now. Uh, Oh, see, that's another thing. The old brain's going a bit. Yes. Uh, oh, who did the uh, Batman, uh, Chris Nolan.
0: Oh, the designer. <laughs> oh, the designer.
2: <laughs> the designer. Uh,
0: Oh, All right, wait, we're but, looking it up.
1: My son, my son had worked for him. And, uh, cause Jamie couldn't do the film. He was on Sonic Hell. So really, uh, he put me forward with, oh, oh Christ, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, it's okay, we're almost I there. I can't think. Uh, Crow, 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 Crow.
0: Was it uh, Nathan Crowley?
1: Yeah, Nathan Crowley.
0: And Kevin Kavanaugh.
1: Yeah, so uh, it, uh, Jamie put me forward for him, really, and that's that's how I got the job, was through uh, uh, Nathan, yeah. Was Nathan, wasn't it? Oh, oh, my friend. That's the other thing now. When you get eighty, your brain goes. You know.
0: Well, you're uh, pretty. You're pretty sharp, there, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was.
1: Can remember some stories. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it was It is crazy. Yeah, but that, that's how I got the job on Batman. It's through the production designer. Yeah. Well. Wow.
2: My wife. My wife is what made me ask this question. Did you ever get to wear the um, the sorting hat? in Harry Potter no <laughs> no more
3: oh, than that <laughs> amazing
0: I, I, so I'm supposing that that was probably very thrilling for all of your children to be able to work on Harry Potter I mean you know uh, yeah
1: they, 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 they had, a good, had a, a good time on it yeah no, uh, yeah it was nice to so have the uh, kids on there in various stages you know mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah, I mean, it's a very inspiring show to work on. I could see why they all wanted very to funny. continue.
1: There was so much good prop making. And I tell you, that was a film you worked on. The sets were of such a high quality yeah, and everything. I was really proud of when your boys had finished them, you know, when you stood there. Yeah. And the amount of work and the, the detail that had gone into them and it stayed on that level all the way through the series. Amazing. It, it, didn't bro- it didn't drop off at all. You know, sometimes when when you do a franchise like that, you two or three, and then they begin to uh, yeah want to hold back on the money and that they they didn't on the potters. They they really went went to town on all of them. And I think it really, but obviously it really paid off for them yeah.
2: With those movies, what was your average uh, prop staff? Like how many people did you have full-time hired? Uh,
1: My biggest gang, uh, my, my average gang for my department, which I called my prop shop boys and my standbys, was about... 20, I suppose 25. Yeah, but I'd great. been up to about 40 odd on, with some daily men at sometimes and things. Yeah, and we had more when we went up to Scotland and we had some local labor working with us and things like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, because you had a lot of like five, six hundred, all five, six hundred background days and stuff like like You had a lot yeah. of uh extras and background in there, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and we're but, the- uh, well, I'd bring on about. The, mo- the most I ever had on the floor was when we did the Great Hall, the and Great I had Hall. about uh, twenty of us was working that. When when we when we did the uh, the Great Hall right. with the turnarounds and that yeah about about twenty was on the servicing the set and keeping it all running in from the background and everything yeah yeah. yeah
2: not not counting the catering teams obviously, yeah. oh, catering teams, obviously. Yeah. that's another
0: that's another army yeah. yeah so were all the did you have a lot of, or did you film most of these on the same studio in the same stages or did you hold stages over between films
1: well in, in the putter well we were yeah. the only ones in there at the, at the time at leaves them when we went in there because it was only a shell basically it, with, with Leeds and Studios, it used to belong to Rolls-Royce. It was just a vast right. uh, space uh, where, where Rolls-Royce used to produce stuff during the war. I see. And then it, it was cleared cleared out, and it, it stood empty for years. And when we went in there, the, I think the first film we went in there with was A Golden Night. That was the first time mm. it was used as a studio. And at, at that time, they just started Peter Lamont, Had some uh, areas divided up into stages. Nothing was soundproofed in there or anything of that. That all came slowly over the the Potter film. Slowly it transferred from this shell into this fantastic studio. You know,
0: yeah,
2: amazing. Yeah,
1: when we we first started there, the rain was pouring in the roofs, and it (laughs) uh, boxes were coming in and peeing on the sets and all, all sorts of things. Wow. So it wasn't locked down very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: After after the first movie, they had they had the money to patch up some holes in the ceiling, right? And
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, when we first went there, yeah. But, Amazing. Uh, as I say, it all worked, and it was thank God that they, they built the studio there. I'll say, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I also see that you 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 got to do a Double O Seven film, right? Yeah, two, two, I two, think, Yeah, the world is not mm-hmm. enough, right? Yeah, was that thrilling for you? I mean, yeah, was...
1: love it. Yeah, yeah I right. love the golden eye. I love doing that with Pierce uh, Bronson. Pierce Bronson. He, he was such a delight to work for. A lovely man. Yeah, and he the whole film with and Peter Lamont is, is such a good designer as well. The whole film was, was just great to work on. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, did you see? Did you see the film at all? Gold Knight. Oh, I do, did. I, I have not. Well, we did this uh, tank chase. What was supposed to have been, which was going to be in Russia, and for all intents and purposes, it was all worked out that they're going to do this tank chase around in, uh, Moscow. And wow. uh, when it came to do it, uh, they'd done tests on the sewers, and they wouldn't have stood the. Uh, vibration of the tank i see so cool the so-called crap it the fan <laughs> we've got a build over here and because at least and we had such a vast back love we had a complete runway there because they used to fly planes in and out there right and, uh, the runway had a it was a slight hill up in the horizon you know mm-hmm. and uh, anyway uh peter lamont quickly while we was in um Russia, there. Uh, they started buying up all old drain pipes and stuff, just filling containers with stuff and all anything we could get our hands on to send back to Leeds. Then, and in eight weeks, this is the gospel truth from nothing, and it was so proud of our boys. Not well, it's the construction that built it. They built this length of street, and we had had it dressed in eight in eight weeks. You couldn't believe what wow. a feat it was they did. Yeah, that's amazing came back it was all ready for him to shoot on and that all came out as a bolt out of the blue for us. But it oh, it was really good, really good to work on and it it was really energized, you know, because everyone was going to it tooth and now to to do it. And and for Peter because as I say, he was such a gentleman to work for you knocked your uh pipe out for him, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well yeah
0: <laughs> that's it's pretty pretty impressive watching
1: Gold, no, I can't make you
0: out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so was there any project that you wish you would have gotten to do that you didn't do
1: uh, I've only ever worked on one western I would like to work on more westerns
0: right yeah no, they're, they're kind of fun I've only done yeah. partially one and uh, yeah it was yeah. a lot of fun oh um
2: do a lot of Westerns shoot in the UK? Probably not. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. But The one I did was shot down in Spain. Yeah.
2: What was, oh, that makes sense.
0: What, <laughs> when was that? Pirates? No.
1: That, that was that was in December. That was with Charles Bronson. That was on Chateau's land. Oh, wow. Bronson. On Chateau's land.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Westerns are becoming less of a thing. I mean, I know all of them out here are shot in Utah, pretty much, or, or yeah. New Mexico.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, with the uh, Taylor Sheridan, you know, television wise, they're they're coming back a little bit. Yeah, I think so. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I love That's a good right. western.
1: Have any of you guys been involved with Yellowstone or any of those things?
0: I haven't been with Yellowstone. No, I did a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so I got to do the uh, the western part of that. That was a lot of fun for me. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. right, lovely. Yeah, yeah. But it's good that Taylor Sheridan, and he, is he good for the uh, business out there? The Absolutely. Industry?
0: Yeah. He yeah. really is, you know, and uh, I'm I love those shows because I just love to watch the the uh, the settings that they're in. It's so uh, you know in the whole cowboy culture. He does yeah. a really good yeah. job depicting that. So uh, I, I think he's he's definitely prolific. <laughs> he's got a lot of different yeah. shows out there. So
2: yeah,
1: I've I've, I've just watched one uh, 1883. Yeah, and I thought the detail in that was incredible. What you guys did out there.
2: Yeah, yep. and then, and then was it uh, Jeff Johnson is working on all the Kevin Costner movies, all right? Which are all kind of western movies. Yep. I think it's a string of four of them that they're doing in the same area. Um, so yeah. they're yeah. keeping it going.
0: Yeah, Utah, Montana, Wyoming, right? Yeah, Wyoming yeah. area.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then Taylor shoots some stuff in Texas too, I believe.
2: Probably something I mean, all in that area. Yeah, I love I love the westerns. I, I mean, I. I I worked on Westworld for 2 seasons and that was super oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> super super fun just to do. I was like Yeah. I got offered to do something else that was like a lot easier. And I was like, I, I like doing the 500 cowboys dressing up yeah. every day and morning. I was like, I like coming <laughs> yeah. in three hours just yeah. to like, because it feels like you're doing something and it feels like you're yeah, actually right. artistically like putting something in. It's, right. like, it's like, I'd rather dress the hookers and the cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> put my art on that. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, and just like being in that environment, you know, you feel like you're back in time. It's, it's really oh, yeah. a lot of fun. It's super I mean, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. if, oh, Forgive me if I'm repeating this story, but when I was on Once Upon a Time, and I, the first time I had to put spurs on Leo DiCaprio, I I yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, and I had a spur, and he's very patient, and I was down on my hands and knees trying to put the spur on him, and finally one of the wranglers, one of the horse wranglers, leaned into me and he said, "It's upside down." I, I'm like, okay, thank you for that. Yeah but uh yeah it's fun and then you have to do like rubber spurs and, Yeah, yeah it's
2: yeah otherwise yeah. sound will like chop your head off
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so um yeah yeah they're fun westerns are fun for sure um what so of of your whole career what it was the most thrilling uh experience you had uh on a film Most
2: nice
1: thrilling experience Christ so there's uh, a lot of good ones in there. I know, right?
0: Man, you can't <laughs> Oh anymore. yeah.
1: It's a it's hard to say, a thrilling experience. I, I can't I oh. can't put a finger. really. A thrilling experience. Uh, or just one you
0: that you're most proud of? Uh, well,
1: I think that the film we we're most proud of when we finished it was Titanic. Yeah. That, that 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 was the uh that, that that was uh that was work that was hard work and and we did it and uh it we were proud proud that we did that. I think that that was the one really titanic, yeah.
0: Did you did you feel when you were finished with that film that it was going to be as big as it was?
1: As as good it, as it was? No,
0: as big as it was. Did you real, did you that think, it was going to win like yeah, 11 academy that,
1: awards right and No, we we knew we knew it was going to be a yeah. movie. it's just it, yeah it was uh yeah yeah it, it was a groundbreaking it was a, movie oh it, it was it was and uh no we was put really pleased to have done that one yeah yeah i'll bet yeah <laughs> well
0: um I have to ask for my son what what was it like working with david bowie
1: david bowie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well he was a very very nice guy and at at the time we had uh, a nice little bar in uh emi studios where in the evening when we uh, finished work you'd go and have a pint you know (laughs) before you went up and uh well, most nights he'd pop in there and he'd buy the boys a drink before he went home yeah he, he was he was a smashing guy yeah nice yeah.
0: good to, good to hear. very
1: professional very good yeah
0: nice i i i watched some behind the scenes of making a labyrinth and uh they showed where the the, the juggler with the spheres. It was like yeah. he had to slide his arm up underneath Bowie and that, <laughs> pretend yeah. it was his arm, <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically having to juggle without being able to see what he was doing. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was,
1: but it, it it was all it was all up for a, a joke on the set, David. Yeah, yeah. When when they were dancing in the uh, they did the dance number in the bubble, you know, like uh, the ballroom dancing scene. Mm-hmm we had a, a programme over here called Come Dancing, and it all used right. to be on the TV on a Saturday night, and all the dancers would have a number on their back, you know, right. like number 10 or couple 11. Well, we had, we had a number 12 done, and as David's gone by, <laughs> Joe Dippel, who was my guy, he's just stuck it on his back, you know, and nice. as he's gone round, Jim and burst out laughing because it, and he just took it all so well, you know. Yeah,
0: that's so brilliant.
1: Dancing round, and he's got this number twelve on his back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny. I love that.
0: Um, well, do you have anything else, Mikey? I don't want to keep you too long, Barry.
2: Oh yeah, but no, this is this has been great. Thank you, thank you so much for sitting with us and 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 doing this. And, I'm super pumped to be able to talk to you. I always had so much questions about the. Uh, the, how UK functions and does all this stuff, just as they yeah. take so so much of yeah. a lot of the work. They have some of the biggest stuff shooting in the world right now. So, yeah, yeah.
1: but it's 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 always been a thing when we spoke about the American system and the English system. You know, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. It's, it's been something that I've pondered for a long time, and now finally yeah. get more details about what it is. It's a lot more than I thought it was. I thought you guys were yeah. doing. I, it to me it felt like you, you were turning more over to the set decorator, but it doesn't. But now I understand it a lot clearer. It, it's yeah. more of a collaboration, and you're doing more than I thought you would do. Really, you were yeah, definitely, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. And as I say, uh, we don't spend this the time on the sets like you guys. But then I think, judging by when I was speaking to Michael Bates and that. Uh, he had a hell of a, a nice build-up time on uh, the dark night, mm-hmm. quite a few weeks where he could just go and and deal and speak to uh, No and get all this stuff sorted out. And he, came, I, I must say, when he came to the UK, he was so prepared. Yeah. He just had everything with him, you know, what he needed, mm-hmm. and that was brilliant. It made my job easy. I didn't have to worry about any of that.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. No, yeah, and. Uh, I'm glad we were able to talk to you also just because we um uh we just we just opened up our organization, the Property Masters Guild to Europe, uh and the UK and everything like that. So as we get more members in, I think it's great to all get us talking and understanding each other and how our Yeah, job for works. sure. For yeah.
1: sure. Wonderful idea. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, They're the only only two pleased.
2: Yeah. very nice. Yeah, and it'd be awesome to have you guys. So, um yeah, I'll reach yeah. I'll reach out to you on the side and everything like that. Uh and then we'll yeah. we'll get things going and then hopefully we can I mean if you're listening to this and you're out in the UK, go to our website propertymastersguild.org yeah. and and uh feel free to apply now. Every all over Europe. Everybody yep. in Europe now. We just we just uh we just accepted our so
1: so, so, so the guys could apply to you, yeah?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh-huh. Yep, i will I'll, I'll tell them tomorrow. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, they can just go on to uh, propertymastersguild.org and then there's uh the applica- there's a yeah. application page and then fill that out. We did we just we we, we just uh accepted our first um European member um, just this past Saturday and she's from Serbia. Yeah. Yeah, Maja I think yeah. that is her name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 so we're super Exciting. excited to start yeah. to bring them in and Good. And, and expand. Good. Brilliant. Yeah. brilliant yeah. excellent let the world know about the property masters that's right. <laughs> that's right that's right
1: and what they do and what they do yeah, what they do
0: exactly yeah that's, that's what we're all about barry for sure yeah.
2: So going into that um, and, and lifting us up in what we do, um, we are also, uh, we're gonna be able to show the world a little bit, something like that uh, in December here in LA. So if you are in LA or you're around the area, um, we're gonna be at LA Comic-Con, we're gonna have a 20 by 20 booth and we're gonna be showing off props from all of, a lot of this year's biggest films from uh, Netflix, Universal Films and stuff like that. So we're gonna be showing off the Bomb core from Oppenheimer, we're also gonna have a panel with the prop master from Oppenheimer, and we're gonna have a Star Wars uh, TV show panel going up oh, the prop, prop right for the yeah, yeah with the prop masters uh, from Obi Wan, from Ahsoka, from Mandalorian. So like a lot of like some of the biggest. Uh, uh star wars shows so they're gonna be doing that and then they're gonna be doing a meet and greet down at the booth at some point too so that's december 1st to the 3rd if you guys want to come hang out with us if you want to see some actual real screen use props we'll show them off to you we'll tell you some stories from the actual mouths of the prop master that happened with those props and that go into the design <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun and yeah. i'm excited to show off props right. to fans yeah. like <laughs> Brilliant. yeah Brilliant. it's, it's going, going to be, be fantastic great. so check that out um once again, Barry, I just want to say thank you for joining yes, us. Thank uh, you
0: so much for coming out. We really appreciate all it. Right.
1: Thanks, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure meeting you guys.
0: Yes. And please, if you do make it to the States, look us up and let us know when you're coming. We'll take care of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I'll come and see your trailer. Yes, yeah, yes exactly. No we'll way.
0: give you the tour. <laughs>
1: Um,
2: thank you to everybody else out there for tuning in to another episode of Prop Talk, the official podcast of the Property Masters Guild, brought to you by Real. Working in retired prop masters. If this is your first time listening, please make sure to like, subscribe wherever you're hearing this. Um, if you'd like more information um on the Property Master Guild or have any questions for us here at Prop Talk, be sure to go to propertymastersguild.org. We're also on Instagram at underscore the PMG and all other socials. And actually I think I think I did a pretty good job at cutting this, so I'm pretty sure we're gonna be on YouTube now. So you can Fantastic. watch us now on youtube um and hopefully we'll be able to keep that going with the episodes of prop talk where you'll be able to watch uh, our whole show on youtube and so you can actually see what was it the bafta award Is yes that what you guys, you that's can, what i was thinking yeah. we're gonna get to see it that's gonna be brilliant you'll be able to see it firsthand <laughs> As exactly you right. okay
1: lovely.
2: so um yeah go check us out there and then that's our show until next time peace to you barry Bye. thanks very
1: much thank you